0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Ain't no thing like me, Stephanie. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Maps coming. No. When do we start? Hey, how we doing? To the dirty night shower. What? Th- you just revealed this like 20 seconds What's ago. What's wrong the night, with the taking night, a shower at day. night? I don't know. Then you're gross for the day. I mean, I've- you're
1: not gross for the day. If you're clean and you're getting into a bed that's clean, you're not like, if you don't shower at night. You know, what, maybe it's just me because I sweat like crazy in the night. True. I'm not saying I don't I don't give a good rinse in the morning. I'm, I'm maybe a- I, you know what? Actually.
0: I'm a night uh, sweater.
1: Now I think about it. Like it depends. If I sweat a lot during the night, then I'll shower in the morning as well. But it saves me a little bit of time in the morning. All right. You know what the thing that saved me the most time in the morning is my automated coffee pot. I make my I put all, all right. the put all the ingredients together, and I probably one of the best Christmas. You know that you're getting old when things like automatic coffee pots are Christmas presents that excite you.
0: You know how I'm getting old because carbs are bad. I'm losing my hair, and the rest of it's going gray. That's how I know I'm old. <laughs>
1: well, you could fool me because you look like you haven't had a haircut in months. Yeah. You're starting to approach is, you're starting to approach mullet status I didn't want to like tell you that as much hair as you have on the top of your head it's not covering your bald spot no that <laughs> hair
0: is not I think it's done growing I think <laughs> it's I'm I, sorry because uh, I'm, I'm turning 36 in a couple of weeks and when I had the store whenever it was my birthday mm-hmm. the I would give a discount for my birthday week, it would be yeah. so it was always really weird numbers like 28% off, 29% off, yes. like stuff like that. Cause it was just like, whatever my age is, that's what your discount is. Kind of, so I still had a 36%, but I'm gonna have the exact same hair that I had half a lifetime ago at 18, when it was all just like curly and I was buying shirts from Goodwill and I had a beard because I've literally had a beard half my life. Yeah,
1: now. but when you're 18, your hair was down to your shoulders. You're not, your hair's no, not going to no, no. grow. It was,
0: my hair was more at my shoulders. I was like 19, 20, 18. Oh. I basically have the exact same haircut I had at age 18 that I have now. Just cut it in half. You, The weight's about the same, so no worries. It's all in the hair. The hair <laughs> is the extra weight that yeah, you're that, carrying that, around right now. <laughs> that's water
1: weight. Oh, it's water. The hair is so full. You didn't know this, but hair carries water <laughs>
0: when you night shower. <laughs> okay Okay, all right that's that's enough shenanigans what we got going on this week uh we're here for a regular show i'm still kind of getting used to that because uh we're a day late because yesterday snowstorm and someone was a coward
1: i wouldn't say i was a coward directly i was
0: i would have come and picked you up i almost offered that oh then i didn't oh (laughs) (laughs) all right the thought that counts well, I didn't tell you until just now. All right. So yeah, we thought about, about it week. then,
1: and that, like, it, so it still counts. That's oh, very nice of you.
0: We got news of the week, sports reports, weird comics facts, our topic of the week, which is Echo. Time codes listed down below, and your questions. I'd like to point out I wasn't necessarily a coward, just my roads had not been plowed at all. Well, I haven't snowblowed my driveway. either. That's true. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I, you <laughs>
1: did that out of spite to me. Like, I'll show him. No, I just, I'll make him drive
0: through the five inches of snow to get to my doorstep. I just haven't had time yet. That's fair, to be honest. All right, so let's go from there. Oh, wait. Hang on. Let's talk about the things that I saw this week. Okay. Because that's part of this segment. Tell me more. Uh, I signed up for Peacock this week. Oh. Ah. Not just to see football. That was just a happy bonus. Yeah. Do you have Peacock? I
1: have the... Um, I don't have the, the premium version, which you must pay for.
0: I don't have the premium one. I have the... For one month, I have the five ninety nine one.
1: Oh, yeah. See, I, I didn't pay for any of my Peacock.
0: Well, it was just because there was a football game. So I don't know if you... It was only on Peacock,
1: right? It, I mean, technically, legally, yes, it was only oh, on Peacock. Okay. <laughs>
0: you found your ways there, okay? So whatever.
1: I had heard rumors that there might be other places you could consume <laughs> the game without having to buy a <laughs> subscription to Peacock. I right. just these are secondhand reports, not firsthand knowledge. I just would have
0: given you the password at that point.
1: Well, I didn't know that you had Peacock.
0: Well, I didn't until that, uh, but I got it for Ted, the uh, prequel oh. to the Ted and Ted Two movies that Seth MacFarlane did. I've seen some clips. It looks like it's amazing. It's, I mean, I like Family Guy. I like American Dad. The Cleveland Show. (laughs) Um, Okay. I I like the Ted movies. A Million Ways to Die in the West. (laughs) But this is the funniest thing Seth MacFarlane has ever done. Hands down. My understanding
1: is, if you are New England raised, there are so many jokes in it for you. I
0: mean, there yes, there's a lot of New England stuff. Definitely, I saw um, I saw a my...
1: mention of Marshalls. I'm like, oh wow, I haven't heard of Mar- I haven't heard Marshalls uttered in some time.
0: And my wife was going insane because I watched it was seven episodes. I watched it over the course of three days, I think. Huh. My accent shot through the fucking roof. <laughs> like, oh, a little <laughs> little Southie come out of you. No, just I mean my Maine accent, uh, but you know, just like she was like, this needs to stop. Like you can't. Know, we're gonna have a cork of a snowstorm. We better get the car
1: in the garage. It was, was a little mix of Maine and. I So do you don't
0: know have to talk from this state.
1: I'm a, I'm from a Zach. This has been well documented. <laughs> no, you're
0: not. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. You say that, but because I was born somewhere else, I could never leave Maine again for the rest of my life and live to be like 110. I will be from away.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so am I. You're going to be like fucking third generation, and I'm first. There you go. Oh, wow. That was was decent. Decent. It's my fucking (laughs) accent. Whatever. Anywho, I I loved the show. I think it's the funniest thing Seth MacFarlane has ever done. It takes place in 1993. Uh, Yeah. Jesus Christ. The Lord (laughs) had nothing to do with it. (laughs) You forced that one. But, I mean, I I love the 90s nostalgia. There's some stuff I'm like, were we saying that in the 90s? But I was also five in 1993, so I'm not going to say I was fully aware of everything happening in 1993. No. But, like, even, like, looking at the TV, they got, like, this Irish Spring commercial. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen that since 1993. Mm. And, (laughs) like, I got so excited about stuff like that. They have um, a very big P-Town joke, and I was... Very much questioning, like, hey, all of you outside of New England, do you guys know what Provincetown is? It's at the end of the old cape. <laughs> well, I mean, they might. I tr- I truly don't know.
1: On a clear night, you can see Boston
0: from Provincetown. <laughs> you can see a lot of things in Provincetown. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You can see a lot of. <laughs> but it's such a specific thing. It's like, do people know? Were they going to get that joke? I truly don't know. I, I-, I don't know the range of Provincetown. I could tell you um, my first time in Provincetown, probably about 93, when the show is supposed to take place. Yeah. Uh, my my parents brought me to Provincetown. And I'm, you know, we're walking around, and I point at this one woman, and I go, "Mommy, why is that lady wearing all leather?" And she just goes, "Shut up, shut up, shut up, leather, <laughs> yeah. leather." Well, I was five, but she's oh. like, I'm "Like, why is that woman wearing all leather?" <laughs> and she's like, "Shut up, kid, I'm <laughs> like don't point, <laughs> just see." I think, and you know, that's the day I learned about
1: leather fetishes. I think my accent struggles because I've reminded myself to use R's on the ends of words and not put A's where R's are at the ends of words. <laughs>
0: Um, my accent, aside from when I'm watching like New England-based media, like throw me in front of like the Departed or something. Same thing. has got to shoot right up. Or Departed. Yeah.
1: Departed. Not departed. Departed. Yes.
0: Departed. Nope. 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 Or if I'm drinking, my accent comes out a bit. Drinking. Yes, thank you. Some beers. <laughs> Shut up. Some sippas. All right, whatever. Uh, so yeah, Ted was great. Also, now that did I it, have-
1: Did it make you want to go get some Alan's coffee, Brandy? No, never. Oh. Um. <laughs> Although it's not the number one selling alcohol in uh, yeah yeah and it's Fireball. No. Damn right it is.
0: Gross. The other thing that I saw. If night... I offered
1: you a Fireball shot right now, you would drink it.
0: Yeah, I would. See, <laughs> still gross. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. Yeah.
1: It's like when you put those the, those weird gin
0: drinks in front of me. I Actually, don't hate gin. I just don't drink enough of it to like love it. I'm bad gin. um gin. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> gin. The other thing that I watch now that I have Peacock for a month is I uh, watch the John Wick prequel, The Continental. And? What a fucking snorefest! Oh,
1: okay. Well, oh my go.
0: god! I'm so glad that it's done. It was it was essentially three movies. They were all like 90 minutes apiece. Christ, I can huh. hear my accent a bit during this episode. Well, oh. <laughs> I'm not. I watched Ted. You're the one who <laughs> has to edit it. But no, God, that was boring. What a boring show. Yeah, because I mean, it. I feel like there's a very good delineation right now of like you know, oh, like television is basically movies, like budgets production like there isn't really that big of a difference like having this be a television john wick prequel like tv is big and bold it felt so much cheaper than the movies Mm -hmm. it it kind of hurt it was really boring i'm really sad i watched it
1: oh i'm sorry Uh, I, i know
0: it's been out for a while uh but if you you know if you're like me and hadn't gotten around to it yet don't god it was boring all right so
1: don't check into the continental yeah i think that's good life advice anyway because nothing well i mean unless you don't want to die because you're not supposed to kill people at the continental mel
0: gibson was okay but beyond that
1: that's like when um uh chris rocks um what was the name of the his wear sunscreen parody what was the name of that I don't oh there's know. uh no sex in the champagne room was that chris rock was it that was it? chris rock okay because that makes me think of the line, don't go to parties with metal detectors. You know, Because um, nobody favorite, inside has guns, but everybody outside does.
0: My favorite Chris Rock bit, I think, is um, him going, uh, your favorite music will always be the music that was the age you lost your virginity to. Oh, so I like, I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, let's move on from there. God damn it, that was good. Thank you. I'll give you straight props for that. Let's move on to the news.
1: Before we get started, does anyone want
0: to get out? It's time for the news. Speaking of things we like. Taylor Swift or sex? <laughs> uh, Chris Rock. Oh, that's fair enough. Dolph Lundgren has given an update on the Drago spinoff movie that was happening. What the hell does Chris Rock have to do with Ivan Drago? I don't know, just things we like. I like Chris Rock. Oh, that's fair. I do like Chris Rock as well. But basically, he gave some plot details saying that uh, it wasn't really explicitly said in Creed 2, but that movie was was supposed to start in Ukraine versus Russia. Ah. Oh. So what the Drago movie was going to be was uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and Drago and his son trying to get to America, or they do get to America. The way he put it was like, they get there, but like a, you know, trials and tribulation thing. So something very directly impacting uh, real life. He's like, but, you know... um,
1: the fact that there was an actual war happening in the Ukraine. Well, studio heads
0: changed places and like, and they were moving forward with Creed 4. And then he was very coy about it. He's like, and then there was an issue with one of the actors in Creed 4. Like, oh yeah, yeah man. Like we're all aware of what, what it was. But, you know, he, Dolph Lundgren was being very coy. And what I so it kind of sounded like, hey, you know, we were moving forward. Then it kind of stopped. But now we might be moving forward again because of uh, the Jonathan Majors conviction. Well, well. I don't. Obviously, like I love the Rocky movies. We've yes. well documented on this show.
1: I couldn't tell. Uh, Rocky Five being your favorite.
0: Yeah, of course. One of my favorite lines, though. My ring is in the streets. <laughs> no, it's my ring's outside. No,
1: whatever, close enough.
0: <laughs> no, yours is way dorkier. My ring is in the streets. Yes. Versus I am. a man in a fedora giving you a head tilt, nod, just going. My ring's outside.
1: No, this is the same guy. My ring
0: is in the streets.
1: This is the same guy who was in Roadhouse.
0: Okay, so I mean would go with still I'd be like, yeah, it was the guy who was in my stopper. My mom will shoot.
1: That's also true. <laughs> Estelle Getty was in that movie.
0: <laughs> Let's never talk about that movie again.
1: Can we point out the fact that Estelle Getty has now been mentioned twice in one show, which is equivalent to the number of times it's been mentioned the entire run of the show?
0: Um, anywho, like I don't know. If a Drago movie happens, I'm not going to be sad, but I'm also not, like, excited about the concept, I guess, is the way to put it. Like, if it happens, great. And if it does happen, then I hope it's a great movie, but, like, not really. Like, I'm not championing this. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to see the Drago movie. I mean, who can't? I mean, it might break me, but.
1: Oh. Throw in the towel. Your jokes are.
0: (laughs) Well, if they die, they die.
1: That's a good point. (laughs) That's what we get for just living in America.
0: I'm, I think I'm all done with this. <laughs> that wasn't a quote. That was just a general statement. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe. If it happens, sure. But if it doesn't, also don't really care. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> Draco wasn't going to get with that robot. No.
1: All right, uh, are, we, are we moving on? Yes, so, we are. Okay, because Ghostb- if I can change, you can change subjects.
0: All uh, right, we got some new Ghostbusters images this week for Frozen Empire. Nice. Uh, first and foremost... We have an Egon replacement, kind of twice over. In the field, we have an Egon replacement. Paul Rudd, Janine. Oh, good for Janine. We got one. <laughs> yeah, we we got a new one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's uh, she will be because t- the uh, Empire magazine released like two covers. It was like the new cast with like you know Paul Rudd, Carrie Coon, mm. um, those other four kids. That was podcast.
1: Yeah, podcast.
0: Whatever Finn Wolfhard is. Whatever Egon's granddaughter is, and the other one.
1: Oh, yeah the the love interest.
0: Yeah, Finn Wolfhard's like, hey, what wh- made Finn Wolfhard? Hard? I'm not acknowledging that. Okay, you just um, kind of <laughs> did, but <laughs> but on the other end, we get you know Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and then mm-hmm. Janine, uh, fully suited up, ready to bust some ghosts. Well, I mean, she did she did quit better jobs than the one she had, <laughs> but she's there, and we'll deal with uh, we'll never deal with the continuity issue where they definitely had two ideas on like you know a year apart where it's like oh yeah the old firehouse is a starbucks now and then at the end of the movie no it's just abandoned and the actor ones in there yeah there's a little bit of it. a plot hole there but uh, yeah pretty big but there was also an image released of a new actor who will be playing an egon type oh, okay who was also in a ghostbusters uniform so uh there is going to be a new inventor that they have for kind of like new tech
1: bill bill Nye? no oh.
0: I should have written down the guy's name. I didn't. Okay. But uh, he was described by the director as an Egon Spangler type, but not a replacement. Because Egon is going to be now kind of two characters. The guy in the lab making stuff and Janine in the field. You know, I like it. What else we got this week? Oh, we talked about this kind of my disinterest in the idea of like the Ninja Turtles series ending. Except
1: for things change.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, now... Uh, the new writer on the Ninja Turtles series, which was still going to be within the canon of the IDW stuff, which got me so excited. He's one of my favorite writers working today. Uh, Jason Aaron is going to be taking over Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. uh, with kind of a soft reboot. The artist has not been announced uh, at the time that we're recording this. It's been teased, but I think maybe by the time this comes out, people will know. But at, at we, where we currently stand, no one knows. Jason Aaron is incredible writer. I think most notably for me uh, his Thor series which was the inspiration for uh the last couple of Thor movies. Uh-huh. whether they did it well or not. Uh but the whole he was on there for years uh doing Thor, then he did War of the Realms and all this other stuff. Like he's a really he's a great writer and he has a very gritty sensibility which kind of works uh with my idea of kind of the Mirage books. So I mean he's Honestly, I would I would struggle to think of a better choice for a modern comic writer to take over Ninja Turtles than Jason Aaron. So I'm very excited about that for as much as I was saying like last week. Like I've, you know, I've been kind of lukewarm in the last couple of years. Shot to the top. Like I'm so excited for this.
1: Would you ever consider writing a treatment for a, like a comic book or writing a script for a comic book? I have only ever submitted one thing.
0: Ah. And I never heard back. <laughs> so it wasn't a no. You're right. It wasn't a no. <laughs> I, I've submitted one script, but only once. And even you know, that was like two or three, that was probably like three, four years ago. Was it original or was it like fan? No. um It it was a competition. Oh. And so, I lost.
1: Well, not necessarily. You don't know if you were last place.
0: You're right. See? <laughs> scale things. To be fair, I didn't love it. It wasn't, whatever. What? <laughs> It was a thing from years ago. Who cares? But yeah, so Jason Aaron writing the Ninja Turtles. I couldn't be more excited. He is the perfect choice to kind of take over this material. Really looking forward to it. All right. Uh, the upcoming Alien show that's going to be on FX, which is uh, currently in production. We learned that it is not a limited series. It's going to be a multi-season show. How many seasons? Uh, that is not stated. But uh, from the cr- creator or showrunner, I should say, uh, Noah Hawley, who did Legion and he's do or he did Fargo, which I guess just wrapped up. I guess uh his relationship with FX is like this isn't limited it's ongoing but here's kind of like our general like act like you know act 1 act 2 act 3 I hope it's good I like Alien? Yes. Aliens was better. Different flavor. I'm I I prefer Aliens but I'm not going to that's fair I go as far as to say better even though i think it was like in my like top like 20 of like my 50 favorite movies when we did that but still check it out on the archives but alien is still so good and this is only going to take place 30 years before the original movie oh okay so not getting in and i don't think did you see prometheus or no alien no i did not I, well i didn't like either one of them so you weren't missing much or on uh, my own personal assessment but keeping it close to the original stuff. It's also gonna involve aliens coming to Earth, I mm-hmm. think makes it a little safer than maybe going further back or going further forward, like kind of keeping it in the same area. So I'm, I'm all for that. But the idea of like maybe it's gonna be a couple of things. We've never seen alien on TV before. We've seen a lot of bad alien I mean, movies. I've seen it on
1: like AMC. Does that count? <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, a lot of those how are you gonna do like bad, but
1: you have to have like how are they gonna do the xenomorphs for TV? Like that's gonna be a little little pricey, a
0: little budgety tv has bigger budgets now they're better at this unless you're the continental (laughs) that's (laughs) That's what i've just learned yeah uh so multi-season uh she hulk season two uh seems unlikely oh poor thing i like that show a lot of people really dislike it i had a good time with it yes it's one of the better marvel shows we've had in the last couple years i truly think that and like people like look at her like twerking with Nicki minaj i'm like yeah that's funny it's a funny visual yeah Captain America fucks. (laughs) Not everything has to be like dire end of the world crap. It's okay to have some silliness in your fucking superhero shit. I mean, we're talking about people that have superpowers. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) We're talking about people who can
1: fly, who can build mechanized armor suits to fly around in. Do
0: you remember that that guy who had like eight, ten wives or something? (laughs) And his solution was just to dive out the window. Yeah. That was great. It was. That's, That's a great bit. (laughs) uh whatever uh but Tatiana maslavi starved she held jennifer walters uh she said don't be counting on it she says i think uh we spent all the budget on the first season oops you know she's saying you know i think or whatever but also yeah disney is kind of in this reassessment phase of Maybe we just don't greenlight a thing because it was a character that clicked with people on a different show, and then there's an inferior show later on. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's pretty... (laughs) You know, not a point to comment about our topic this week. That's a pretty astute observation. I mean, I hope there's more She-Hulk. I I liked the show. I liked her betrayal. I'm sure it was an expensive show because she was She-Hulk a lot of the time, but that got a lot of flack for the CG. I... Compared to some other stuff, I I truly like it. Wasn't bad. No, I I don't even know whether it wasn't bad. I'm saying I liked it. I would have, I haven't revisited it. I've only watched it once through. Maybe a second viewing would change my opinion, but you know, I like what we got. That's kind of a bummer if it doesn't happen in my eyes, but whatever. Mm. Masters of the Universe Revolution. Ooh, new trailer. You watched this, right? I did watch this. Fantastic. The King is dead. (laughs) Long live the King. Yeah, Diedrich Bader.
1: Oh, from uh, the Drew Carey show.
0: From the Drew Carey show. From Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Also from.
1: True. He's been in a lot of different things.
0: He's oh Batman. He was Batman and Batman Brave and the Bold. A great show, and also in the Harley Quinn show. Mm. He's Batman.
1: He's dead now. Well, not no, not <laughs> Bayer, but like the King of Eternia. Oh, what a
0: lovely tea party! The oh boy. <laughs> and how? Yeah, I mean, we. You were more of a He Man. Yeah, person than I ever was. You
1: also didn't like the animation style back in the day.
0: No, I did. I mean, any of that like filmation, whatever. Yeah, I I didn't like a lot of cheap-looking animation. So you, you like the old, you like the human stuff. Yeah, I
1: mean, there was also like I remember like ladies like Saturday morning cartoons growing up with that. Back when TV was in color, just because I'm almost forty doesn't mean that TV wasn't in color when I was growing up.
0: (laughs) I didn't have a black and white TV, but I did have a rotary phone
1: oh yeah me too we talked to oh, people by you? yeah we talked to people by making sparks <laughs> literally sparks within a plastic box and then there was a magic person on the other end like hello never had caller id
0: god damn you if you had a nine in your phone number <laughs> or <forever>. zero
1: zero <laughs> yeah.
0: whatever so you were a he-man fan yeah we watched the last show and mm-hmm. i loved it yeah and so did i i i i watched it twice i remember I mean there's there were short episodes and the first mm-hmm. time I watched them I was honestly like kind of sleepy because I was like sleeping on an air mattress in New Jersey. So I watched it a second time and you know I really liked it. And I'm not a He Man person, but I thought the show was fun and watching this trailer and we get like William Shatner going up against uh Mark Hamill, I'm like, sure, I'm in. Whatever. Yes. I don't know what this shit is and like, it's all made-up nonsense words to me. It's like, look, there's a robot Skeletor. I'm like, sure, why not? I don't know what that is. It's a robot Skeletor. <laughs> right. Yeah. there's the, there.
1: The thing I said about Masters of the Universe before, not the Dolph Lundgren Masters of the Universe, mind you, but Drago. the Kevin Smith Masters of the Universe, which, by the way, the guy who played Principal Skinner, not Skinner, uh, Principal Strickland. Was it Strickland? Back to the Future Principal.
0: Yeah, Strickland.
1: He was also in He-Man Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren, the live-action one.
0: I haven't seen that in so long. I have... Essentially, no memory of it.
1: I feel like we—it's been a while since we've actively no. reviewed a shitty movie. <laughs> that that might, it might be coming. It might be coming.
0: I always want to do some comics, man. There's so many comics I want to do.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we we usually do pretty well when we review and, shitty cult classics. Anywho,
0: so yeah, uh, Masters of the Universe has <clears throat> trailer. It's coming out January 25th, yes. which means I gotta get Netflix again mm-hmm. because I I honestly. True to God, like the first series, and I hope I'm going to like this one too. Not I, a human person. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm
1: here for it. I will say this, and I said it before about it. Um, as I was, I went off on a tangent about Dolph Lundgren. I think it's great, Kevin Smith, because he's in the sandbox playing with the toys that he grew up with, and he's living out the stories that he may have already made, uh, clearly had made well, he, up in his mind or show runs for. And what's funny, he didn't. He didn't like He Man. No, but he but all the '80s nostalgists, like he, you put yeah. him in a put him in a sandbox. No, no, I'm not saying this is yeah. a bad
0: thing. He didn't like He Man at the time. Didn't really fuck with it. Now he's running the show, and that's okay. Yeah, I I think a, uh, and a lot of people like jumped on for that. Like, like, oh, you mentioned in a podcast in 2007 that you didn't like He Man growing up. Here's the thing: like, uh, we're at an age now uh, where we are getting a lot of first generation fans. Taking over stuff like J.J. Abrams taking over Star Wars. Star Trek. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say also J.J. Abrams taking over Star Trek. Um, Taking over the stars. Or Doctor Who uh, showrunners like. Who? God damn it. (laughs) Like Stephen Moffat coming in. Like he's a first generation fan. Like you're getting a lot of this. Comics has dealt with this for a while because the turnover rate was, uh, I think, maybe a little bit higher. But like you're getting guys coming around to major properties who were fans of it and sometimes being a fan of a thing and continuing it isn't
1: always great
0: yeah also sometimes it's bad sometimes if you're so far detached from it that has also failed miserably but sometimes if you're too attached to a thing that can also get a little masturbatory and i'm thinking particularly in doctor who Mm. but yeah so like kevin smith coming into a thing that like he isn't necessarily like his go-to like oh this was my childhood and i want to continue this thing like that can be a good thing too just of Allowing someone to have distance and perspective.
1: Yes, or, or just something—it's—it's fresh. But again, I think he's such a great caretaker of these things, and he's so creative with these things.
0: Yeah, and I—I I really enjoyed the first one. I hope the second one's good too. Yeah. All right, that's the news. All right. So from there, we're going to go into weird comics facts. It's Echo, so I got some Echo stuff for you. Echo stuff for you. Echo. 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 Okay, okay playing the theme. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly.
1: I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe.
0: Echo. (laughs) No. So, speaking of Kevin Smith. Yes. Echo debuted in Daredevil number nine, uh, starting with the 1998 series that Kevin Smith rebooted with the number one. We've covered that uh, run before with issues one through eight, but literally issue nine is where Echo first appeared, uh, who was created by David Mack and Joe Casada. And also, I want to call myself out uh, for a mis... uh, i was so glad that the show just uh, debuted. Why is that? Uh, Because last week I said, I can't think of any Native American Marvel characters that aren't X-Men.
1: You screwed that up, didn't you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad Echo came out literally the day before we recorded that because I (laughs) was like... When I started watching the show, I was like, oh, oh, you (laughs) dumbass.
1: Yeah, you fucked that up.
0: Yeah, uh, so yeah. In the 98 series, after Kevin Smith, Echo comes in at number nine. She has a similar history with the Kingpin, and she also, uh, like in the Hawkeye series, does shoot his eye out. Mm. Except, pause. I guess that's what I'm holding up to. Peace? (laughs) V Um, in American Sign Language? In the Daredevil series, she blinds him in both eyes ah so what we see in the echo series with like the white bandages and the tape kind of like being x'd over it that is an homage to his look uh when echo shot kingpin's eyes out in the daredevil the comics yes okay but yeah so she blinded the kingpin in two eyes versus one in the hawkeye show she's also killed at one point and then she just comes back like an echo <laughs> yes like an echo but no real explanation she just shows back up one day she's killed by count Nefaria. he's a dracula Oh, really? (laughs) If you couldn't figure that out.
1: Does he like to count? One, (laughs) two,
0: three. Echo's dead. Echoes. Echoes, Yeah, so he kills her, and then she just uh, shows back up, and don't worry about it. Oh, she wasn't dead. (laughs) Yeah, apparently not. She died, and then she just uh, wasn't, and no one ever talked about it. Nine lives. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. All right. Not the (laughs) crazy. Yeah, she died and just came back, and um, that was just a pure editorial kerfuffle of... Not everyone knowing everything that was happening in Marvel. (laughs) Yeah, it happens sometimes. Whoopsie. It's a weird enough fact for you. All right. right, It's pretty weird. So from coming back from the dead to the Packers overtaking the number two seed. As close as I'm getting here. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bare tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report.
1: There were so many other ways you could have gone.
0: All right, let's hear your uh, I don't I should start planning these out. I used to have you, a list.
1: You had a list. And I'll be quite frank and honest, they weren't that great either. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it was a list problem. <laughs> How dare I,
0: you? <laughs> All right,
1: let's hear your alts. Uh let's see. What could I do here? Um something that has to do with Echo, because that was our weird comics fact. She came back from the dead uh but she had to die so mourning the loss of echo to mourning the loss of bill well he's still alive um (laughs) well 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 my how the tables have turned uh how about from um ah fuck it here's jared sports reports
0: i already played the theme there we go you're just tripping over your own well let's start
1: with the major news in the nfl After 24 years of the New England Patriots, literally happened the day after we recorded the show last week. Now I know how you feel when news breaks the day after we record the show. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Or even like we finish the show and I drive away and you're like, oh shit, this just happened. And I'm like, well, I'm not driving back over. (laughs) Have you ever spliced in a news story to the show? Like if something major happened after we got done recording, have you like recorded an extra just like, well, he doesn't talk during the news anyway because he's too busy scrolling on his
0: fucking Twitter so. I've. I oh I haven't even done this in a long while. By the way, we're almost at episode four hundred. I have no plan for it, by the way. <laughs> I, I, ha- I you I, know what
1: I've come up with a plan for it. I four hundred episodes makes us kinda like masters of the universe. No, I don't want to
0: <laughs> do that. I have no plan for episode four hundred. I usually like try and do something, but this time I am like, eh. <laughs> four hundred episodes? Close. Um I have very and rarely that's like eight years. Yeah. Holy shit. I occasionally will cut a thing out and re-record like a line. And when I say occasionally, I probably haven't done that in 150 episodes.
1: Wow. That's saying something. Right now, what I need to do is I want to just do a quick math. So we're coming up on 400 shows. So let's say conservatively we're at, what, 375-ish maybe?
0: Nah, I think this is 395. Oh,
1: so we're really close. (laughs) Yeah. So if we multiply that, or we divide that rather by 24 hours, so each show is about an hour I've spent 16 and a half days of my life on this couch recording this show with you.
0: You're not here for every episode.
1: Okay, so 16 years of my life. 16 days.
0: 16 years.
1: That's amazing. It would take somebody 16 and a half. Well, let's call it like 18 days because some episodes are longer than others. 18 days straight of content we could provide people. How cool are we? Not Anyway. Sorry, as I was saying, Bill Belichick departing after 24 seasons as the New England Patriots head coach. That was announced last Thursday. Uh, and then uh, the next day, literally on Friday, it was announced that Gerard Mayo would be the next coach of the Patriots. Was that
0: the guy you said was going to come in?
1: Uh, he was one of the guys on the shortlist. Uh, well, you
0: said the guy who got like fined for being all like buddy-buddy. That was your theory last week. Who was that? Oh, that
1: was Mike Vrabel. He was also, okay, so also was available. It? But it was also written into, I can't remember if it was Belichick's contract or Mayo's contract that when Belichick was done, Gerard Mayo would be the next coach. That's why they didn't have to go through the whole hiring process. They didn't have to interview. They didn't have to do a search. They just installed him. So his introductory press conference was today, which what today. Is what the 19th, 17th, 17th? 17th. <laughs> I can't help you. So there you go. Uh, so Gerard Mayo, the 15th head coach in New England Patriots history, first African-American head coach in team history. He's also now the youngest Head coach, I think he's 32, if memory serves. Played linebacker for the Patriots.
0: He was uh, top. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear about a 32-year-old being like so much more successful than me.
1: (laughs) I mean, look at you. You have one of your best friends on your couch once a week for an hour, and you have mangy lion hair and rolled up sweatpants. What's wrong with your life?
0: My hair is going wild.
1: (laughs) Yes. So the Patriots will be uh looking to do some more uh, personnel work. The draft, of course, comes up in April, but Gerard Mayo officially now the head coach of the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick has interviewed already. He interviewed
0: I saw it with the, the Falcons. Falcons yeah. yeah, which is
1: kind of ironic. His interview, twenty eight minutes, three seconds. I'm kidding. That's twenty eight to three joke. Patriots fans, real ones will know.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. But that ain't me, so
1: no, twenty eight to three was the deficit they no, no, overcame I'm, in the I'm, I'm not Super a real Bowl. one. Oh, that's true. You really are kind of a nomad. You pretend to be an Eagles fan, but your wife's a Packers fan. I'm
0: not an Eagles fan. I've never said it. No, I. I support. You know their damn fight song. I would never support
1: a Philly team. I mean, they're. they're I mean, speaking of Philadelphia, they lost. They <laughs> ended the, end of the How season. How dare you? I'm not.
0: I will support no Philadelphia in- sports.
1: Interesting kind of dichotomy. They went one in nine over their last 10 games, I believe. They were kind of on a. Or, yeah, they, it, they it fell was, off. It was not hard. good. It was like, not good for them. Great they, start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, after Nick Sirianni jawed at some fans. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills. Since it did we talk about this news story about the Buffalo
0: Bills not shoveling um, the visitors? No. Section. <laughs> well, that was
1: in which they said, "Oh, you just pick your own seat." After they got and they're getting more. They had like six inch an hour lake effect snow in Orchard Park today, and they may have had to cancel practices. The Chiefs come to town. No, but the Bills are undefeated since it was disclosed that Sean McDermott in a preseason meeting a few seasons ago said the team needed to have teamwork like the members of Al-Qaeda who hijacked the nine eleven airplanes. I I don't... What? Yeah, and since they've gone undefeated, figure that out. I don't think they're connected. No, I don't think they're connected either. <laughs> but the fact that, that that news story came out when they were... That was kind of leaked out when they were really struggling, and they've not lost a game since it was... I mean, he he apologized. He said, yeah, that was probably not a good comparison.
0: Yeah, no! Yeah, no, it, don't, like, no!
1: No! like he was highlighting the teamwork and the communication that led them to be successful. No, yeah, no. that's exactly. Yeah, I didn't
0: bring this up on the show? No. Oh. I'd remember this.
1: Yeah, so the Bills This one is
0: stuck in my brain. <laughs> what?
1: The Bills beat the Steelers. It'll be the Bills and the Chiefs uh on one side. Anyway, the Eagles lost the they're out of the playoffs. They were so my Super Bowl picks are are gone.
0: Who did you have? You had Eagles and who else? I
1: think I had Eagles, Bills, oh that sounds familiar yeah but i think i also said don't sleep on the ravens i also predicted the patriots to be a playoff team so what the fuck do i know
0: i think i called you out on that immediately yeah well (laughs) i was was
1: young and impressionable and had hope so uh division around coming up this weekend uh, probably some impacts detroit winning their first playoff game in forever ever ever so that was good Good. yeah that's kind of a fun little underdog story like you hope they do well good for jared goff uh you've got the packers they advanced as well I think they're playing the Niners. The Cowboys got smoked by the Packers. That was fun to watch. So we'll see. Bill Belichick watches on because (laughs) Mike McCarthy, as of recording, still had a job in Dallas, which was shocking to me.
0: I had no faith in the Packers, but I still threw down five bucks on it, which is like a nothing bet. But like I came out with 19. At
1: one point, the Packers were up and they were still the underdog. And I should have bet them then. I didn't.
0: What's funny is the day before I looked at it was like uh five dollars would got you eighteen fifty. cause it like uh, my sister-in-law said, like, oh, throw it on ten bucks. I'm like, I'm putting ten bucks on this. <laughs> like ten bucks is too much. Uh so I put down uh, and looking so at them like yeah, five bucks was eighteen fifty the day before. So it was like plus plus four hundred or something like that. Uh, plus five hundred. Yeah. Day of was five bucks, got me nineteen. <laughs> I was like, whatever, five. Uh based on how much money I've made, I'm a gambling genius. Uh something like whatever, five Yeah. Uh-huh. And I got nineteen bucks out of it. I was like, yeah. I, d- I thought that was five bucks I was throwing away. Yes. And I didn't. It was great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw another five bucks down on Saturday. Good for you. On oh, the Packers? Yeah.
1: Hope you don't like five bucks. <laughs> I don't know how you going to afford your Netflix subscription. Uh, let's see. What other news is out there? Uh, lots of turmoil within the Red Sox front office. Uh, ownership is not going to their winter weekend, which takes place in Springfield, Massachusetts this weekend. A lot of speculation is if the team might be going up for sale soon uh, between the Fenway Ooh. ownership group. Interesting. Yeah, you want to chip in? No. Patreon that shit up. Be like the Packers, be publicly owned. It's true, they are publicly owned. It's weird, like they're right in the middle of a neighborhood. Like there's houses right, right near there. Just <laughs> yeah. imagine the cr- the chaos of living near. Lambeau Field, like it's
0: just. I don't live. I don't like living next to the people I live next to now.
1: You don't like people, period. I don't know <laughs> why too you. Too close. Would, uh, yeah, I don't know why you would add any um, specific specifics or. um I had a word and I forgot. It was going to sound really smart, and now I sound really dumb. Yeah, that's <laughs> all well, I got. For leave that sports all right. reports.
0: All right, let's let's hit the quick NBA news because it's January. Bum bum ba 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 ba. Draymond Green is back. For how long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he did fine. Uh his first shot was a three, sun it, great, whatever. Golden oh, State still looks like a mess. He's well rested. Uh Siakam is uh being traded from the Raptors to the Pacers, which you know, Pacers right now, like on record, have the number one offense in the NBA ever. And I think Siakam there like mm. he, he's a great offensive weapon. So Raptors are clearly building around Scotty Barnes. And kind of getting rid of the old guard, like Siakam was kind of the end of like that championship team. I think there might be like one other player still left from that, but basically everybody else has moved on from that 2019 team. So, mm. I mean Pacers, I don't, they're not going to do anything. I don't think they shouldn't. I don't know why I really try to qualify that. Pac- uh, Pacers aren't going to do anything, but it makes them a strong team, and it definitely is their best run in a good long while of just being a middle of the road team like they are they're now legit like they're they're not a championship contender but they're they're a real team now and they haven't been a real team in a very long time so good for them
1: they beat the beat the celtics in the in season tournament they did the ist yes
0: (laughs) the ist and jimmy butler has apparent is apparently going to be releasing a country album and he's already recorded 60 tracks what the fuck is it going to be a double album? I, What is this going to be? It just, I saw that. I was like, oh my God, no,
1: no, no. After, after the show, I'll have to show you the Chandler Jones, Bill Belichick song he wrote. It was, yeah. my guy's got CTE. <laughs> Let's
0: see it. Jimmy Butler planning on releasing a country album. Mm. Okay. That's it. That's sports reports.
1: The, and apparently a music update too.
0: <laughs> I just thought that was so weird.
1: You know what's going to be? like? Here's something that's going to make you feel even weirder. You know now that once he releases that music, somebody somewhere is going to lose their virginity. while will listen to Jimmy Butler sing country music.
0: That's unpleasant. <laughs> I don't like that.
1: I may have ruined your life now.
0: Well, maybe someone lost their virginity listening to this podcast. God, if you did, please let me know. <laughs> That'd yes, be... yes, please. <laughs> that would be the funniest thing in the world.
1: That would be amazing. But on the other hand, don't tell me I don't.
0: No, no, no. He, (laughs) No, no. Please no one uh, email me about your sex life.
1: No, no. He wants to know. (laughs) No, I don't. He wants to know.
0: (laughs) Please leave that out of my email. Um... Editor's
1: Note Comics at (laughs) gmail.com for those of you who are wondering.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's move on from there. We're talking Echo, the whole season one right now. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. I don't know, I had to prep it like that. Doing it right now. Yeah. Um, Echo, five episodes. Graciously short episodes.
1: Would it be equally disturbing to you if somebody lost their virginity while watching Echo?
0: Someone probably did. See, that's the thing. Like
1: The fact that somebody somewhere is going to have sex will, and maybe not even lose their virginity, but have sex (laughs) while listening to Jimmy Butler sing country music.
0: I I really need you to move on (laughs) from this point because you're really stuck and I don't want this. Like, if we... If one of us gets canceled, they're going to be like, look, we scrubbed through 395 episodes and found this weird shit.
1: Yeah, we we do have to make it to at least 400.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Echo, uh, relatively short episodes. All ref- I think they were all under 40. Was there maybe one that was over?
1: Yeah, like they were in that neighborhood, yeah. Yeah.
0: But they were uh, generally short. It would have been episodes. hour-long
1: TV shows if there were commercials.
0: Echo is an, kind of an interesting thing because I think we're really going to see this twice. We're going to see Disney. Disney Plus doing a little bit of an overreach. Like Echo was uh, a character who was received well in the Hawkeye show. Great, let's do a spin-off of that. Mm -hmm. Agatha Harkness was a well-received character in WandaVision. Great, let's do that. Yes. But now we uh, specifically know that Marvel is going to be kind of um, showing more restraint and holding things back. So this is kind of the first, what I would kind of consider, in uh, not an oddity, but... Maybe a little bit too deep into the canon that we're going to kind of see again.
1: That's right. I have, I don't really know much about Echo.
0: Yeah. I mean, the character has never been like a leading character in a lot of stuff. Like the character is definitely, I mean, like I said, she's been around since 98, 99. And she's always been around, always popped up. Even when she died, like she still just, you know, came back a little while later because yeah. no one was paying attention. She's been around, but yeah, she's definitely not, not even like a, marquee name like within like the comics like we're talking like d grade kind of character at least for exposure sake like yeah not saying the character herself but like d d like level not d construction (laughs) yeah thanks so and kind of thinking about that kind of like marvel's wrapping this up there's they're also now like getting showrunners and like show bibles like the way tv has always been run now they're doing that And this one definitely has that feel of this was essentially a two and a half hour movie.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: That they just stopped occasionally (laughs) for for the sake of an episode. But Mm. the episodes themselves have no, with the exception of like the, I don't know, I'm saying that, but like episode four, by the way, full spoilers, or was it like three going into four? Kind of was one like when she sees Kingpin and they cut like that. That's a regular episode, yeah. Kind of end, but the rest of them just kind of stopped and continued on. And
1: you know what I would say is like there's no there's like not much connective tissue. Like it's like you said, I feel like it just it just was taking breaks. There was not like a there was no standalone episode.
0: And I wonder they're if they're all why... connected. Well... The the one where um, so I King, guess they were all connective tissue. King the one where Kingpin has like um, their Sunday dinners. Yes, it was a Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. Was kind and she of, poured
1: out a really nice bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, that was that one kind of acted as a standalone episode. Yeah, I guess a little bit. But it, th- that's one out of five. Like the rest yeah. of them, kind of all bleed together. <sighs> I think one of my struggles with the show is I never really liked Echo. Like I. L- I liked her in the Hawkeye show. I mean, not like, you know, I was like overjoyed. It like, but it was a character that worked coming in, like, kind of in small segments and it made her interesting. But, like, when we're just sitting there with her for this long, I was like, oh, I don't actually like her. Like, well, she's an anti here. She's a villain. She's a friggin' assassin. I know, but I, this is something I get caught up with a lot. She works for a crime boss. My whole thing um, is you generally, you need to give me something to latch to, and if it's just a generally unlikable person that's that's not what then that's yeah. just me like other people have different ranges there i liked a lot of the supporting cast I, I love- actually, actually basically all of them and there's something that my wife pointed out even before we got there is she was talking about like her family and her friends of the community and how they all learned sign language uh for her mother and then for her yeah like kind of a continuation there but like the the community all like learned that entire thing just to communicate with these two people and i and they never comment on it there's no nothing it's just like a really great detail and then we get to the kingpin and i love that yeah. um uh, emily had said that because then we get to him and she goes like you never learned sign language oh yeah you're like it, because emily had pointed out before i was like fuck that's good that's so good that's so it was well set up I, when yeah. that happened i was like mm,
1: that that's a good it's the slow cut that gets the deepest right
0: yeah and you see all those other characters in her life who have you know taken the time and the effort to learn to, to, yeah to do this and that was uh really beautiful in its own right And then also, like, made the Kingpin look out, like, made it to be so much worse. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, he's not a really good guy anyway. Kind of a dick.
0: No, and there's some stuff with him that doesn't really line up. Like, um, now they're like, oh, the Netflix shows are canon. Like, Kingpin's traditional garb is the white, but the Daredevil show built up to the white. Like, that was a very specific, deliberate thing. And in this, like, there's a flashback, which was, they said 2008, so like seven years before the Daredevil show. He's beating the shit it's, out of somebody yeah, in an but, alleyway and gets blood all over his white suit. Like, that doesn't quite work. And also, like, uh, Fisk going for, like, political office. Like, they did that kind of in Daredevil season three, now they're just going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, and which, that-
1: like, I saw somebody, like, like, you could tell it was, like, lazy panic writing after the Jonathan Major stuff. Like, are they changing directions uh, to make him kind of, like, the street level?
0: I don't know. I mean, Kingpin is always... I mean, he's been around since like amazing spider-man 40 something like 43 i don't know i'm close but does that give um,
1: like the young Avengers that we're gonna get does that give them a a villain to go after
0: i don't think it has to be him but it could be i mean he's great i mean a lot of chris's marvels got from day one is you have weak villains and th- some people didn't like the portrayal in hawkeye but i, I also like that show and like that portrayal but but there hasn't been, like, any pushback about uh, his portrayal of the Kingpin. Everyone's kind of loved that one. It's like, you yeah, know, they love, like, Loki, they love Thanos, and they love Kingpin, and whatever Michael B. Jordan's character was called.
1: Oh, Killmonger. Killmonger.
0: There we go. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Belly yourself.
1: I did. I usually do. Uh, I loved Graham Greene in this. I love Graham Greene in anything. He's he's a really talented actor. Yeah. Love Graham Greene. Like you said, the supporting cast was good. It just i don't know It was a little slow it was a little slow and then they like created so many things to tie up at the end like the the guy with the rocket launcher pulling it out of a yeti at the end at the the big ceremony the big uh, yeah the big tribal ceremony and then the uncle just putting a silencer on a handgun and then shooting like 200 yards away winking before he does it this guy's got a (laughs) bazooka
0: I also didn't like how Echo was like, I'm going to be the queen pin. And then she was like, never mind. I'm fine not doing that. Oh, you got over your uh, criminal empire ambitions very easily. I I mean, the other part that was hard
1: for me is like, all of a sudden, like, we've known about this character for a while now from Hawkeye and like, not having experience with the comics is like, all of a sudden we're going to give her like superpowers to like control her family members and... Like, bring them all the... Like, it, I was like, when I watched it happen, I'm like, this is very, like, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I don't
0: like it. Something I, I didn't like is that she had essentially three costumes, or she had two costumes kind of, like, building up to the one costume that was being made. Yeah. I wish that there weren't hints of it before, because her jacket had it. And when she took off her jacket, like, when she was wearing under her jacket, had it. And then she got her eventual full costume. I was like, but we've kind of seen it all already. So why... Like, I I don't know. It was just a production decision i didn't really agree with it. it's like make them separate so it just doesn't look like the thing that we've already seen yeah in two different forms
1: no i would agree with that it just i
0: think it was enough
1: to be a movie but it wasn't going to be good enough to be an actual movie but this is also the first time we've gotten marvel spotlight stuff I yeah will...
0: um and that is i mean that was the name of the book marvel spotlight yeah. and that was essentially two spotlight kind of um, underseen characters within the grander scope of the universe. So, kind of, you know what we're doing here. But
1: if they're going to do it, so this is my one thing with it.
0: That's also and Marvel Spotlight also had like Spider Man in it a shit ton. It wasn't just like underseen characters. Yeah. But if you're, if
1: their strategy going forward or their plan going forward are these like little five episode just dumps, like they did it with, well, what if was every day for like six days or seven days? But like if they're going to do that with these, why not? Why not just make it a small movie and then just release it on streaming? Yeah, that's what it—that's yeah, essentially what, what it was. And, and I mean, it was easy to consume. Like I didn't ever feel like, but I guess it would be kind of slow to be just a movie. Like there's just not enough in the middle. I love the roller rink ske- scenes. Like I kind of wanted to go to the roller rink. There was some, the soundtrack was good. There was some good you know background music at the roller rink. But I just again for me I always. And maybe I need to reframe how I watch or look at these. But I'm looking for how does this push the narrative forward or or fit into the I think bigger you, you, Marvel puzzle.
0: I think you need to stop with that. I think that's a bad way to think.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm saying. I, that's why I need to reframe it. I mean, just this, kind of- this
0: one, I, like, I didn't, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just, it was kind of there. Yeah. But I, I do not like the framing of every thing needs to move the narrative forward. I think that. So then maybe takes away not that everything has to be one thing or another but i don't like the idea that everything has to be one thing i mean i
1: guess the other part to like releasing it in episodes is like what will happen is if like you sat down to watch like a movie like that and like halfway through like this i just can't do this and you turn it off you're gonna get more clicks because, like well i'll give it the next up okay i'll give the next episode a chance all right well i'm already two in is five see what happens episode three well i've come this far i've got to see the ending as opposed to like if you click on a movie that you haven't seen before on streaming and you're like all right let's see what's going on okay this kind of sucks you're not out anything other than your subscription and you're not going to continue to click or watch so like if you click on it and you watch whatever the the requisite number of minutes is to watch to count it as a view then i mean i think it's going to help increase views per se as opposed to being in a movie format but if you're going to drop it all at once like that, I guess that also does prevent viewer fatigue. So you're- I don't know.
0: I My guess would almost be that it's safer to release stuff in a television format on streaming versus a direct-to-streaming movie because I feel like if you're doing that, then you're signaling – Well, this isn't that good. This isn't quite worth it. But if you categorize it as TV, then everyone will just be like, "Well, that's that's how we can say." How many Netflix
1: originals have been released that are movies or have done relatively well?
0: Netflix movies usually suck.
1: Oh well, but I think also it might be they they might be just starting to just do bulk drops on it, so people will binge it, so they're not getting the fall-off. What show we were talking about that had just incredible fall off after two or three episodes, like in the in the tank fall off i don't
0: know (laughs) there was a show that we were watching
1: for the show and you're like yeah well people have stopped watching this after two or three episodes i don't remember well there you go i believe i said that echo it it was it wasn't i think it was i don't know it wasn't horrible it's not if you've got the two and a half hours and you want to binge five
0: quick episodes i thought the i i was well, Something I was so happy with myself that I called. It's like we get Daredevil in there for about ninety seconds. That was a good fight. It, it was. It was fun, no question. And I just went. That's all the Daredevil. we're getting. And my wife went, "No, that can't be." It. And I d- haven't actually uh, gloated about that yet. I have to remember to do that after the show. Mm, I'll remind you. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I
1: would. I will say this for for what the show lacked, the fight sequences and choreography were fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. It's not even a not a bad show, but where. <sighs> I think we need to be at with Marvel because, I mean, I I didn't even like getting this show when it got released. It's like, oh, what if just ended? Now, here's a whole other show. I'm like, just give me a breather for two weeks. Come on. Uh, what Marvel needs to be doing right now is just grand slams. Like Yeah. Fit, being kind of a punching bag and <sighs> kind of falling off. And They need to like, get back
1: to tentpole movies.
0: They need to hit fucking grand slams right now is what they have to do. Like there's no other way. Like you can't be doing
1: Well, you gotta get some guys on base before you can hit a grand slam. It's been a while since they've gotten multiple guys on base at a time. Like to to play your analogy out or your simile. I don't know, you're the English major. But even
0: those early ones, like they weren't all great. Like Iron Man two isn't great. The first Thor isn't great. First Captain America isn't great. They're all kind of okay, but like kind of okay isn't gonna do what you need it to do anymore.
1: No, it's not. I just, yeah, I think that I lean more towards you. I think we're getting to the point where like, hey, let's make it an event and make it a can't miss. If you're releasing stuff all the time and it's not, you know, it's not driving the bigger picture forward. I know you're like, well, you can't look at it that way.
0: Then you kind of can miss it. But we're off for Marvel stuff until July, I think. All right. There we go. Deadpool is the next one. And that's because uh, we're not going to do the Sony. I'm not going to go pay to see Craven or Madam Web. I don't know. Well, there you go. <laughs> but, so yeah, so we just got only he one more Marvel spoken. thing for the rest of the year, at least cinematically. Well, there you go. All right, uh, I guess that's thoughts on Echo. Thoughts um, on Echo. I echo
1: your thoughts, actually.
0: <laughs> Good, not great, but... If you have a snowy day
1: and nothing to do, and you have two and a half hours to kill, go for it. But I wouldn't necessarily say, like, go
0: running out of your way. All right, that'll do it for that. Uh, we're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. A lot of questions, number one damn few answers here's another one of your letters to the editors make it so why are you giving me a thumbs up because i'm excited i like when people interact with us okay great uh if you want to ask us your own questions you can send them <laughs> into editors Note at what
1: i i almost i almost went back in the show but i'm trying to do better about moving forward when things happen
0: in the show send your emails into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com
1: yeah i'm just saying that's not the first time that we mentioned the email in the show today
0: no no it wasn't (laughs) all right what's our question Uh, (laughs) uh, this one cut deep uh what was something that you were exciting about that ended up disappointing you
1: excited about or exciting about
0: excited about
1: you said exciting about
0: okay what was exciting maybe i don't read these verbatim we've been over this this is true can i say the patriot
1: season i was excited for that and then disappointed yeah you you did that last week so i'd say that uh
0: joke has grown stale
1: Uh, I was excited to lose my virginity to um, what's-his-face singing country music. (laughs) Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that guy. Is he going to wear the emo hair when he does it?
0: Uh, That would be amazing if he did.
1: Yeah. Something I was excited for but disappointed by. Oh, goodness. I don't know. I don't really- I sent you this question ahead of time. You can't even say I didn't. You sent it to me as I was driving here. Okay, whatever. Still ahead of time. Okay. Go ahead. I'm still I'm still mulling it over in my head. Um I, I have, try
0: not to like let myself be disappointed generally by things. I had one where I, I was a kid, I wanted to like, I don't know, like be the first one to find something and I I think it might have been like Game Informer magazine or like PC Monthly or whatever. There was some fucking yeah. article in some fucking magazine. It was about this game uh, on PC called Ether Worlds. I think that was the title of it. I might be wrong on that. Um, but I was like, I am going to just like be like, hey, this is what I'm looking forward to. Hey, I can't wait to see this. Like I just was so excited, like, you know, this is like fifth, sixth grade, maybe fourth grade, like that area. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like I wanted to be like, hey, I knew about this before anyone, and then the game came out and I bought it. Yeah. Sucked. <laughs> it was awful. That is I, I played it maybe twice. That is and, tough. And I hyped it up for like six months. <laughs> that is very tough. Wow! That it just like I can't talk about this ever again.
1: That's I don't know. I can't remember the last time I was like that disappointed by something. Like that's incredible levels of disappointment.
0: <laughs> well, I was basing it. On, I was like, ooh, these like this like double page spread in this magazine looked cool. So I'm gonna say like this is the thing. Uh, mm,
1: wow. I really can't like. I generally try not to like allow myself to be disappointed in things. Like I always try to find like the silver lining in something. The Dark Tower movie is right
0: up there for me.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I was surprised that that wasn't you. I was actually up with it. I was kind of excited to see like how that played out and how it was going to be. And I was just kind of like,
0: meh, meh. I, you, I don't know if I've shared this on the show before. I probably have. Uh, the first time I was kind of aware of like my own like kind of like movie criticism. Yes. I can tell you, It's 1999. Okay. I guarantee that. So I'm 11 years old. And um, I'm with my dad and we're at his friend's house. And he goes oh, I saw The Phantom Menace nine times. It's my favorite movie. And I just was like 11 years old, and I just went, why?
1: Actually, I would say <laughs> I would say Attack of the Clones. I was very excited. Like, I didn't hate, hate Phantom Menace when it came out.
0: I didn't hate it either until that guy said, I saw it nine times, and it just like all jumped on me at yeah. once, and I just went, why?
1: But I think I, I was. I remember being excited for Attack of the Clones. I'm like, this will be good. And I was just kind of like,
0: meh, meh. Yeah, that was a good movie. Attack
1: of the Clones might be the worst of the nine Skywalker Saga movies.
0: I don't know. It might be that last one. I still haven't been able to go back to it. Oh, the the rise of Skywalker? Still haven't seen it since we saw it. I will say this, it's in the bottom third. It's in the bottom quartile. Have you seen it more than once? I've seen like clips again, but I haven't actually sat with it for a full That's crazy to me. I saw I didn't even rewatch that solo movie a couple of times, but I have not revisited that star that last Star Wars movie. I just can't do it. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. There you go. That's it. Attack of the Clones. So not Ether Lords or whatever it was called. Nope. Didn't even know what that game was because it probably sucked.
0: <laughs> oh, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I played it like twice. I was like, I've really just. I can't remember the last <laughs> time I
1: walked out of the theater and I was like, wow. Like I was excited for it. And the, Actually, the David
0: Harbour Hellboy, you kind of built that up. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun.
1: No. <laughs>
0: no. No. I still stand by it. Like there are people who are going to like that movie because it's just weird and violent and shitty. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mind weird and violent, but it was just like hmm There's an audience for that movie. I stand by that.
1: Oh yeah, there's an audience for every movie. That just I wasn't in that audience.
0: (laughs) That was I didn't say it was for me.
1: No. All right. That
0: it. I guess so. All
1: right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, go to Editor's Note Comics. Scratch that. If you enjoyed the show, go to Patreon.com. If you enjoy the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you uh, a member of our Patreon. Plus you get access to behind the behind the scenes, behind the paywall things.
0: What is happening? I
1: don't know. I'm maybe I'm having some sort of episode. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Look, if you sign up for the Patreon, you get the show the day we record that's, it. Yes, that's it. Otherwise, the one. Yeah. it comes out twenty-four hours later. I'm pretty strict on that timing. Uh, there's also another show. Uh, Pod of the Dark Tower that I'm uh, doing with my wife, talking about all of Stephen King's there Dark Tower stuff. I've only said, coming uh, soon, I've only done
1: this like 400, like 390 some odd times. So <laughs> you yeah. think I would get it right after this time? Interact but, with the show, rate view, and sc- uh, interact with the show, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. You can email us at gmail at gmail.com, and you can also find us on the social medias if I don't have some sort of like, you know, stroke but yeah, that's that's a real possibility. <laughs> Who knows? I hope I don't stroke it. It's like, oh, did you? Oh, one thing from sports: Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts. They found him back in the middle of the season, Paramedics so unresponsive from an overdose in his hotel room or his house. Yeah, like mid-season. I mean, I'm glad he's okay now, but still.
0: Yeah, scary.
1: Yeah, it's very scary. I might not sleep tonight. I'm really like, oh, I don't want to just turn blue and unresponsive, mm. kind of like a Smurf. Your cat would eat your face. He would probably i mean i'm alive and he'd still do that but anyway that's neither here nor there so anyway that's the show you can find zach on the social medias just look up editors no comics damn there and
0: i'm on twitter at junior rich we We'll be back next week uh we're just going for a classic a classic comic yes it's gonna be good the very first elseworld story Chest. gonna take a break from tv shows just go back to classic comics can't wait gonna enjoy it i gotta read again <laughs> good all right me read bye bye